Welcome to Coaching the Whole Educator, the podcast that helps instructional coaches, teacher leaders, and school leaders. I'm Becca, former educator and school coach turned transformational coach of coaches. I'm on a mission to help you improve your educators' effectiveness and resilience, especially the ones who need it most. Each week, we'll cover quick tips, strategies, and coaching mindsets so that you can be on top of your coaching game. Are you ready? Let's dive in. And now a word from our sponsor. One of the challenges of instructional coaching is finding affordable, specialized training that's designed just for you. That's why we're excited to share an online event designed just for instructional coaches. The Better Together Conference is a free online event that connects you to thousands of fellow coaches around the world. It's a one-day virtual event with dynamic keynote speakers, including Jim Knight and breakout sessions designed to help you grow as an instructional coach. Head to sydney.com front slash TWE to register for this free event. That's S-I-B-M-E dot com forward slash T-W-E. Or you can click the link in the show notes. Hello, 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 coaches and leaders. I am so excited to have my friend and coaching colleague, Candace Saxon, on with me today. She is a U.S. Army recruiter, but she has an extraordinary background in coaching. She has majored in organizational leadership and and transformative learning. She's coached women in dating and relationships and has coached in leadership programs. So I'm so excited to have you on the show, Candice. Welcome. I'm so excited too, Becca. Thanks for having me on. (laughs) <laughs> we, we're going to have such a fun conversation today, and it's going to be probably like a bit of a windy one, uh, because we are going to talk about the quote that I say at the end of all of the podcast episodes, don't treat people the way you want to be treated, treat them how they want to be treated. And right. we're gonna- so I want to talk about actually the first part of the quote first, and, and just like to to dissect it a little bit. And then we'll go to that second part. Cause I think we have to really understand what we're saying or what it means when we're saying, Oh, I want to treat people how I want to be treated. Right. Like what, you know, it's a golden rule. You and I were talking about this. This is, we were, we were, we were all raised. I feel like folks of a certain generation were all raised on this saying. Everyone said it, parents, teachers, you know, you want to treat people the way, are you treating him how he, how you want to be treated, right? And I want to talk about this, like what, like what does that actually mean? Yeah, it's kind of, it is certainly something my grandparents said to me and I think my mom probably even, but I definitely remember my grandparents saying that either. I mean, yeah. I get what my grandparents were doing, right? They wanted me to be nice to others. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, the way I communicate best or receive communication best is if others are straight with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I, yeah. I, I got to be able to also feel their communication. It's going to be direct. And so I, I actually don't need for others to be nice to me. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes I communicate how I like to be communicated with, uh, mm-hmm. which is very direct, but that is not, does not always serve the person I'm in communication with. 
because that might not happen. They receive the communication. So anyways, there's, yeah, there's like, it's just this thing we've said for decades and then we repeat it. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, our kids will go on to say it and um, it's not actually in service of anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What does it Um, mean for you though? When you, when you hear that or me hearing that you might have all kinds of thoughts, but what comes up for you when you hear someone say, treat others the way you want to be treated. And I, I think about our mindset when we, when, when I'm thinking, if I'm thinking I want to treat the other person, how I want to be treated, or just the thought, how would I want to be treated that my, I am focused. I'm not focused on them. I'm focused on me. Right. And as a coach, the goal is that I I'm the focus is never on me as a coach right? Maybe as a consultant, if I come in and I'm the expert and I want to, I'm here to share my expertise with you. Yeah. There might be some more attention on me, but when I'm a coach, I actually want as little of me present as possible. I don't think I've ever said this on this podcast, by the way, but I almost like, I want to disappear. I want to facilitate a conversation, but that conversation is about pulling the expertise out from the other person. Yeah, it's really great, Becca, really, because, you know, that's just otherwise then you're in the space and it yeah. becomes about you. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, you know, I do when I think about how I want how I want to leave others mm-hmm. is I want to leave others empowered mm-hmm. and present to how great they are and what it is they're, and they actually can accomplish. Right. So but that right there is how. I want, that's more about me, right? Because I want to like look good and I left you bigger. And like, now you live a great life because of something I did, you know, right? Like, so more about me. And so it's really checking out and even asking them. So how do I get over there with them? And, and, and that comes from like listening, right? So it goes right back to communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you, and so, what do you need from me? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, so you're bringing us right into that second piece. I feel like we did, we really like, you know, looked at the first piece, treating people how I want to treat people, how I want to be treated. Right. So don't treat people the way you want to be treated, treat them how they want to be treated. You know, you just said something really profound around getting into someone else's world. And I want to break that down for those listening to this podcast. Like to you, what does that mean? Getting into someone else's world? It's, it's, well, it's, listening to them right mm-hmm. it's like i mean asking them mm-hmm. what they want and you do this really great i'll call you and i'll be in some some sort of space right like <laughs> i'll be totally upside down and you'll say what do you need from me do you just do you need to dump do you just need me to listen or do you need coaching and you know Sometimes I don't know what I need from you. And I just declare that, right? But so, um, you know, it, go, it comes from getting curious and asking what they need, depending on like wherever it is they're at. And li- you got to listen for what they're saying and for what they're not saying, because they might not have, they might not know yet. You might need to like get in there and ask them questions or have them say more about it for them to even get. Mm-hmm. you know, what it is that they want or what they need or, you know, somewhere along those lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think about, you know, when I heard you say, and we, we use a term between the two of us all the time, getting in someone else's world, right? 
how um, you experience the world is different than how I experience the world. We are living in the same physical world, but your your reality world in your brain and how you experience the world is vastly different than how I experience my world. And I just like, I think it's kind of mind blowing, right? To think like, I am stepping out of my world, right? In my brain. And I am going to do my very best to step into your world. You and- know, I, I recall years ago when I first started, you know, diving deep into transformative learning and, and all that, my own personal transformation that someone said something to me that like kind of, kind of triggered me a little bit. And I was like a no to what they were asking me. I was like, mm-hmm. a, I was just a, a, a nope. And, mm-hmm. and by the way, I can't believe you would make that request of me. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. And they said, I want you to, and this is like a mentor, right? Like this is, you know, someone that did new relationship, but a mentor, right? And I, and I did trust them. I just, it was just weird, right? Mm-hmm. What they were requesting of me. And they said, I want you to consider you're an Olympic athlete and I'm your head coach and I want you to win. Mm-hmm. And it was like right there that I had someone making a request of me Mm -hmm. who saw me bigger than I could ever possibly see myself right at the time. And I was like, I got curious about what would now be available if I accepted their request. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they created an empowering context for their coaching, right? They were like, listen, you might be resisting my coaching, right? And there's something behind your resistance There's a reason why maybe you felt threatened. We don't know. Right. But they said, look, like, I want you to actually hear this from, I want you to win. Right. I want you to reach your greatest potential. Yeah. So for me as a, as a student at that time, Mm -hmm. what that made available for me was, well, one, I could see that my leaders my mentors were going to ask of me things that no one else had asked me up until that point mm-hmm. to broaden me, mm-hmm. right? Because they could see that the the box I had been living in was just not nearly big enough for me. Mm-hmm. And they were out to expand that, not yeah. change my opinions, mm-hmm. but to expand me. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh my gosh, you, you couldn't pay me any amount of money to go back right? Like that, like you couldn't, there's just no dollar amount to, to go back to the way I was living before. Yeah. 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 You got that. And I, you know, I just, you know, bringing it back to the conversation around, it sounds like this mentor got into your world. She wanted what was best for you, not what was best for her or any agenda she might've had. Right. Which is different. There's the agendas we have. And then there's, the standing for someone's potential and having the courage to do that. Brene Brown says that a leader is someone that essentially has the courage to stand for someone's potential. Yeah. And and she did that. (laughs) No, this woman did. This woman did. She she did. And I'll never forget that story and I'll never forget her for it because, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, that gave me access to everything. And I really want, I do want to highlight because I'm really out to, reframe resistance for the world in education. 
And I just want to highlight you were being resistant at in that yeah. moment, right? You were a no to her coaching and that wasn't bad. You were dealing with it was like cognitive dissonance in your brain, right? She's telling you one thing, your brain's like, this is a bad idea. This feels threatening, right? And <laughs> and you worked through it. And, and if she had made you wrong, right? For like, she's resisting my coaching. It would have been ineffective coaching. She would have pushed up against your resistance. She would have resisted your resistance. And then you would have just been kind of stuck in the smaller box that you had, right? And she would have made no difference. But instead, she saw your resistance and got into your world. She saw and heard what she needed to say to stand for your potential, to make a difference for you. She was more committed to making a difference for you than maybe being comfortable. Cause I remember you at the time and it was uncomfortable to coach you <laughs> when you were being uncoachable. <laughs> oh, but that guy was so, co- you know, like my belief was that was so coachable. And, um, there was one thing I wanted to say about that, you know, that resistance that I had, mm-hmm. it was, it was physical. I could feel it. Yep. Yep. You know, it was like, like all over my body, Mm -hmm. every inch of my skin, I could feel that resistance. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, like at the time I was a drill sergeant, right? So like, you just couldn't tell me nothing. (laughs) And, you know, like my shoulders are broad and I had big muscles and like all this stuff, you know, like, Uh yeah, I was, I, my appearance was like to resist me. Mm -hmm. Um, and it wasn't, it wasn't much longer after that. you started calling me scrappy for, for transformation. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, all all that resistance just shed. And now, you know, like, it's just, it's, it's in the moment you can shift that resistance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what it takes for someone to coach strong people like you and me, I am not enjoyable to coach sometimes. You're not, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) I I can be resistant to this day. And what it takes is a coach being willing to potentially be uncomfortable, right? And to stay and be like, okay, look, I'm getting into someone else's world. My world over here is much more comfortable (laughs) and it's much more comfortable to blame them, right? They're being resistant, but instead I'm going to give up. Look, I might be uncomfortable for a little bit, right? I'm going to, in the name of me growing, right? And in the name of someone else's growth, I'm going to sit in my discomfort and stand for their potential, listen to them, the questions that really make a difference, right? And be in their world. Yeah. And we just, you know, the more uncomfortable you are, the better. Mm-hmm. Like really <laughs> hang out there for a while. Mm-hmm. Like really, there, there is something juicy on the other side. You know, when I've been comfortable for like too many days in a row, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh gosh, what am I avoiding? What am I not taking on? Yeah. And like there, you know, there's always something, there's mm-hmm. always yeah. something mm-hmm. and it's not a problem. Like you can be comfortable for days in a row, like by all means, absolutely. And for me, I start to notice, like, I'm probably not taking actions that I said I was going to take. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I know you and I both live by the, um, motto or the concept that we're either expanding or contracting. There's no, just staying the same. Right. 
And there's just that movement, expansion, contraction. And, and I got that. Yeah. It's growth can be uncomfortable and it's, you know, it's for me, it's, I'm very similar to you. I, it's a sign. I'm like, well, this, this discomfort means I'm growing in some way. <laughs> I don't love it, <laughs> but it's important. It's important. And, and, and coaches and leaders always, always need to be growing, right? It's not a place you just arrive and stay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm sure of that. It'll make me live a longer, healthier life for sure. You know, <laughs> well, because, you know, I won't be carrying around this resistance or like this upset or anger, you know, mm-hmm. like all those things, like, mm-hmm. the, you know, I just get to live a lighter for your life that way. So, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to go back to the woman who said the thing about being my co- head coach, right? And you kind of touched on it a little bit, but she was treating me the way that I wanted to be treated. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know it yet. Right. Mm -hmm. But I also was on the phone with her because I had already been a yes to being bigger than I knew myself to be. Mm -hmm. And she had that. Um, She knew that. Right. And so, um, and I, I already said that I'll never forget, never forget that woman or that moment. Mm -hmm. And it just is a reminder of letting people listen to you the way you've said you wanted to be listened to, mm-hmm. no matter how uncomfortable it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Right. Talking about being coached. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So we we have to wrap up this conversation and this is like, I, I feel like you and I could go back and forth forever. This is the, the, the air we breathe on a daily basis. And I just want to thank you for being on the podcast, for coming and sharing your incredible thoughts. You really, you know, in, in you really are such a leader within transformative learning sphere. And I value that. And I admire you for the difference you're making within the army and within all of your coaching spheres, all of the people that you get to work with and make a difference for. So thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing all of your thoughts and expertise around this. Yeah, Becca, thanks for having me. And thanks for um, such an incredible friendship over the years. And also for being a big part of my transformation. And if you're interested in learning more about our transformational learning programs, feel free to check out the links in the show notes. Thinking about summer coming up, if you're looking for some professional development to be able to do on your own time, We have on-demand curriculums that you can do at your own pace. We also do offer live programs called the Whole Educator Academy. Feel free to contact us for more information as well. And as usual, don't forget, don't treat people the way you want to be treated. Treat them how they want to be treated. Take care.